Hey guys, welcome to The Seeker with me, Fabiola, and yeah, another glorious Sunday. Honestly, I've just kind of finished um, listening to Stephen Furtick, and honestly, what a preacher, what a man, and you know, his whole, I just admire the way he preaches, I admire his passion and fire within his whole soul that he has for God, and that everything that he does is from the love that is rooted within him and he's just you can tell he's the type of pastor that he's there for God he doesn't care about the likes he doesn't care about the followers he doesn't care about the you know what society wants you to care about his vision it's focused on the word of God and I personally think nowadays that's what we need we need pastors that are so you can spot on you can see their love for God miles away before even meeting them. You can sense it. And honestly, every Sunday without, unless I'm based or I'm going out, I will listen to him because he is just such a good, amazing pastor. His words are encouraging. Even when I'm on the bus to work, I would listen to his podcast and it will change how I feel and think about certain things. And I would almost take a step back and reflect of what God is trying to tell me. What did, you know, what does the scripture say about waiting and being stuck? And with that, the episode is, the name of the episode today, it's called um, How to Cope with Being Stuck and Waiting. We've, there was an episode with Lolo who was meant to be joining me today, but unfortunately she's so unwell. And prior to that, I kind of felt the Holy Spirit saying, you need to do an episode by yourself. But I was kind of like, you know what, let, let me do it my way. Let's have people discussing the word of God. But, you know, things just happen. And Lolo messaged me from America saying, I am just so unwell. And let's pray for her that she heals as soon as possible. And then I thought, okay, Holy Spirit, you kind of want me to record this by myself. And it's been ages that I've recorded by myself. So, so, you know, sometimes you get thrown in the deep end, but it's not how, it's how you manage to come out of those circumstances and situations that, you know, you can reflect and go, if I can do that, I can do anything. I can do anything through Christ that it strengthens us. And, um, so yeah, as I said, um, we spoke about being stuck in the previous um, episodes, and today I wanted to combine stuck and waiting um, purely because um, personally I'm in a season of not only me, but it, I was having a range of conversations with a lot of people, a lot of friends from work, family members, church friends, people from Instagram, and the word that kept on reoccurring was stuck or I feel stuck I feel like I should be here or I should be there or I should be abroad following my dreams and goals but right now I'm feeling stuck and then I had a different conversation with a friend again and the word that kept coming was waiting and one day I sat after prayer and I just thought what should I call the next episode? Like I've done so many different topics that relate to people's life, but why not join stuck and waiting? Those are two different elements that are extremely hard to deal with. 
feeling stuck it's it's almost like you're suffocating in a cup with a lid and you can't breathe but you're inside there and you don't know what to do and waiting is like when you want to be somewhere else but you're waiting on God to open that door because in the Bible it says Matthew 7 7 ask seek and knock so you're there like asking you're seeking and you're knocking but the door is not being opened as of yet so I wanted to give a quick definition of being stuck so being stuck can mean a lot of different things. Right now, you may be feeling mentally stuck in your current job. You feel that you cannot resign because you cannot find a better job. Because of a pandemic, it means most people are either unemployed or they can't find the next job where they should be. I am a testimony of that because, you know, sometimes you feel like your you call at a certain place has come. But it's like, is it really your time to go? Or what is God trying? Ask yourself, what is God trying to teach me here? What am I trying to learn in this workplace? What are my colleagues teaching me? Or perhaps you just can't find happiness in your current job. Why is it that you can't find happiness where you are right now? Maybe it's a course that you're doing at university and it, it just doesn't really fit in. You're not really enjoying it. You, you're just studying it because it was your parents' dream all along, but it wasn't your choice. It was their choice. Or maybe you're stuck with a problem that you can't get through. You could also be stuck in a relationship or a friendship that you would feel would be to, best to cut off, but you just can't bring yourself to do it. Or perhaps your definition of stuck is something less mental and more physical. You're stuck in a traffic on the way home after such a long day. And to be stuck is to be trapped in something. But what does it mean to be stuck in reverse? And that's my question to you. But just remember that God will change your direction. Most of us know that what it feels like to be lost whilst driving in an unfamiliar neighbourhood. And the reality is that sometimes we, we may take the wrong turn in life because we don't listen to what the Holy Spirit is trying to say to us. And we can have the same experience over and over again. It's kind of us, it's kind of us saying let's go this way right but God says no you should have gone left but we go right and then we're at a dead end and there's no way to turn left anymore so what do we do we feel lost we feel insecure we feel stuck but what do we need to do we need to wait on a calling wait on the Lord's calling and and, and just an example in the Bible Paul's heart, Paul's heart wasn't set on worldly passions or pleasing a group of people. It was set on living for Jesus Christ. He wanted to know the Saviour, and he continually resisted the poor of this world and its many snares, which were set to spiritually blind and crippled him in. So what that's trying to say, and in Paul's experience, is trying to elaborate the fact that Sometimes people may say, oh, I can get you in contact with this person who can make you the manager, the CEO of that company. But the only person that can elevate you when that mountain's in front of you is God. So seek the kingdom of God, not the kingdom of the world. 
Because why does it matter if mankind says, yeah, you can be the CEO, but who has the final say? The final say becomes from God, the Alpha and Omega, the King of the world, the, the one who has the final say. So we have to go to him before we make any decisions. And I know it might be hard because there are many people who are emotionally, mentally and physically stuck. Because they believe on Satan's one lie. Yes, this job is better. You get promotions, you get discounts. Go. And I'm a, I'm, I am a testimony of that. I was in a job and I, I just felt like I'm bored. I needed something exciting. In came this agency and offered me the will rainbows and it was all about to change when the pandemic hit it all changed it wasn't what they the picture that they they gave me they made me believe satan made me believe a lie i spent most of my time hating you know having to log in online because it was a pandemic so it was all you know working from home remotely and until date, that is one of the worst mistakes I ever made. Why? Because I rushed. I rushed and the devil whispered in my ear, go for that job. Instead of being patient and waited where I was, where there was amazing colleagues, amazing people there. But I, I rush. So my advice to you is stop and pray. God knows exactly where you are and what it will take to lead you home. He's not embarrassed by your sin or your shortcomings, and he openly proclaims his love for you. Two, ask him to forgive you. God will never give up on you. He has many plans and desires for your life, all of which are incredibly and full of his hope for the future. But don't focus on the picture that you have right now. Right now is the present. Focus on the long haul, the future, what the future holds. We cannot see that, but we have a, and a creator that has built every single piece of a story with blessings. And it doesn't matter. I've learned to forgive myself. I've learned to, to forgive myself for being so silly at times and making a wrong decision that, you know, it didn't cost me a lot, but it did cost me time. Three, ask God to motivate you so that you'll begin to move forward by following his roadmap instead of the selfish desires of your heart. That is powerful. And I, I could feel the Holy Spirit telling me, tell them, follow his roadmap instead of selfish desires of your heart. You can be in love with that person, but is that person the right person for you to marry? Is that person your Boaz? Is that person your roof? Or are you blinded by love that is not real? The love that comes from the will, but not the love that is spoken in scriptures. The love of God. The love that Ruth and Boaz have for one another. And that's the love that we should all be praying for. That we meet a partner that will love us so much. That will love God and seek him first before seeking us. And people who realise they're travelling reverse usually respond in one or two ways. Either they turn and walk towards the Lord, or they ignore his call and continue travelling in misery and sorrow. So which one are you?
Are you the one that turns to the Lord and asks for forgiveness that you didn't continue his bright path? That you made a mistake repenting, saying, look, God, I made a mistake and it doesn't matter how bad that mistake is, but I'm here now. Correct me, Lord. Take me on the right path where I need to be led. Holy Spirit, lead me. Take me where you want me to be. Because it doesn't matter if that mountain is on top of you, if that mountain is in front of you. Because by the Holy Spirit guiding you, there is no weapon that will destroy your future. Because we have a God that loves us so much that he sent his only son to die for our sins. He died for us so that we can have a happiness ending. So we can continue with our lives. And that what and that's what real love is that you're willing to send your only son to die on the cross brutally murdered so we can still be here right now you can turn and walk toward the one who loves you just the way that you are and the moment you acknowledge you've taken the wrong route and want your life to change god promises to move on your behalf Philippians 3 verse 12 to 14 I am not saying that I have this all together that I have made it but I am well on my way reaching out for Christ who has so wrongly reached out for me friends don't get me wrong by no means do I count myself an expert in all of this but I've got my eyes on the goal where God is where God is taking me where God wants me to be. Isaiah 30 verse 18. But God's not finished. He's waiting around to be gracious to you. He's gathering strength to show mercy to you. God takes the time to do everything right and perfectly. And everything to those who wait around for him are the lucky ones. So you will be lucky and blessed if you wait on your calling, if you wait on your perfect, in your blessings, in your destiny and what God has for you. Don't make the same mistake I made two years ago. I chose my own path only to come back two years later. And say, look, God, take the wheel. Forgive me for not choosing, you know, the right path. Forgive me for rushing. Do I regret that choice? Yes. But I don't regret what that choice has taught me. It has taught me to wait on the right time. Because as it says in this scripture, those who wait around for him are the lucky ones. Those who wait for the word of God are the lucky ones. They will be rewarded because God knows you have been in pain. You have been humiliated, whether it's humiliated by work colleagues or a bad relationship. Or a bad friendship that you've been with people that talk behind your back. Enemies that plot against you. But you remain, you remain loyal faithful and trusting of the word of God. And that's what God wants for us. That's what he wants for us. And an example is I seen, you know, you're you're going on a road trip with your girls and your guy friends. And you're like, right, I got enough gas in the tank, you know. You're in that journey. You're all excited. 
boom. You get the notification, the beep sound. There's no more gas. It was empty. So how are you going to get to your next destination? How are you going to get to the next, to the gas station to fill your tank up so you can continue on your path, on your journey? And that's, that's how I felt. And from now on, I always said, Lord, you know how far the next gas station is, for example. You are in control. I am asking to send help. Fill me up with faith, with encouragement, with patience. So I can continue in this journey of waiting and trusting and allow and remove the thoughts of being stuck because I am not stuck. I am being elevated. I'm getting myself prepared. God is pruning you to be the next, to be this character for your next challenge. Maybe you're not ready yet. Have you ever thought of that? Have you ever thought? Some people say to me, oh, you know, I've been single for two, three, five years. And, you know, I'm, you know, I'm looking out, but nothing's coming. Sis, relax. Take your time. Love yourself enough. Do you really love yourself or do you pretend for TikTok and Instagram and social media to love yourself, but you really don't? You compare yourself to other people. Why is she on that journey? How is she married? No. When people get married before you or when they achieve their goals before you, praise the Lord and give him glory that they have reached their goals because your time is not right now, but it does not mean that it's not coming. It doesn't mean that it's not going to come because it will come. It's just a matter of timing. And that's what people get confused about. They think because that God is not answering me, you know, get, getting rejected. It's not the right time. Why don't you learn to enjoy the now? Enjoy where you are. Be thankful for what you have you have a job you have a house you have a roof that bowers that job the right friends will come and find you at the right time when you are prepared and ready to receive it and another quick story it was when in the Bible where it says God instructed the nation of Israel to go into the promised land and take and take it as their inheritance. But they balked at the idea and hesitated hesitated to do what God had commanded them to do. Why does the Lord allow us to face a challenge that seemed beyond anything we could accomplish? The answer is simple. He wants us to depend totally on him, to listen for his voice and view him out as our provider for every need we have. If we can figure out a way to reach the goal or complete the task apart from him, then we no longer walk by faith, but we walk in light of what we accomplish on our own. For God to be truly glorified in our lives, we must learn to live by faith, trusting him every step of the way. Like the nation of Israel, have you ever hesitate, hesitated and missed an important opportunity? Well, let me tell you, it's not only you, most of us have done it. And when this happens, the question you need to ask yourself, 
Do I believe God has created me for a purpose? Am I I sure he has a plan for my life and that he's willing to give me the wisdom and strength I need to reach my full potential? If your answer is yes, then there's no way you'll continue living life running in reverse. However, if your answer was no, then you feel the stress that comes from being held captive to thoughts of doubt and insecurity. Those thoughts, that's when the, the enemy will attack you because the enemy wants to, comes to steal your joy, your happiness. He will plot things. Oh, I'm not good enough for that job, so I'm not going to apply. I don't have enough experience. This was the thoughts that were running in my head. When you're not confident on what the Lord can do in your life, that was the old me. Could not apply for a job without going through what they wanted. Because I wasn't confident enough. But funny enough, my managers would believe in me and say to me, you can do that job. So if they can believe me, why can't I believe in myself? And you know why? Because I was the old me. I didn't seek God as much as I seek him every single day of my life. Fasting, 6 a.m. prayers. Worship at night after my long day at work, after exercising, I come back and I worship God. Because I know if I put him first, I don't need to worry about anything else that's coming. Because I, my heart desires he's aware of what I want in my life. And it's about waiting and enjoying the waiting. It's not about waiting and feeling a certain way of anxiety. It's about learning to dance in the rain. It's not about running around in the rain with going, oh, my goodness, I can't cope. Yes, you can. Because when you have the Holy Spirit within you, there is nothing that you cannot face. Because the Holy Spirit will will give you the strength that you need. He will guide you in the right path. This Friday, I was praying and I got scriptures that I never got before, but it was exactly what I was going through. God telling me to hold on, hold on, fam. Put the brakes on. You don't need to keep rushing onto the next challenge, the next job, the next career path. It doesn't matter. It's okay to be lost as long as you're lost with the Holy Spirit, not things from the world. And just a quick reminder, God has given each of us a basic promise to cling to whenever we're tempted to doubt his goodness. It's Jeremiah 29, 11. I know the plans that I have for you, declared the Lord. Plans for welfare and not and, and to give you a future and a hope. In these few words, God has given us a powerful promise. He's also re- revealed a life-changing view of himself. He tells us, I know the plans that I have for you. Think about these words for a moment. In light of where you are today, what would you like to achieve? Let me ask you this question. Can you say you're in the right track? Or do you wish you could know what God knows about your future? Is there hope? Does he really care? The answer is yes. I want you to leave this, listen to this recording and podcast and come out saying God cares for me. God loves me. I'm going to hold on tight because there are blessings coming my way. There are miracles. And I will testify because you will be a living testimony. And I don't know who this is for, but this is for someone. As I'm speaking, it's not me speaking. It's the Holy Spirit. And God loves you.
someone will listen to this podcast and let me tell you God loves you enough God knows your troubles God knows what you're going through God sees your tears and your pains morning to night and night to money but remember Psalms 30 it says tears may flow at night but joy comes in the morning and as long as you have God on your right hand side there is nothing to fear And he is always at work in our lives and preparing us for something greater and better. We might think we want that person, but no, there is better on the other side. There is someone that is well suited for you that God has prepared them to be with you. Just like as a job and a friendship, there are people that you shouldn't even be hanging around with. Ask your question, are these people leading me to God? Or are these people pretending to be someone else? just to fit in, because if that's you, then you're doing it wrong, and this is for someone, I know that someone will listen to this, as I'm clear, I am declaring it, and I am preaching the word of God, and it's the Holy Spirit that's preaching, there is someone that's trying to fit in with the crowd, you don't have to do that, the only person that you need to fit in is with the word of God, open that Bible, because God, and pray to God, that you will receive Christian friends that will bring you closer to God. You can worship God together. You can hang around with the word of God. Go to Bible studies. Meet new people. But those friends that you're hanging around with are dragging you down. And that's what God doesn't want. He wants you to focus on him. Because God is love. And always remember now that before I finish this sermon, realize that God created you for a purpose. God has a plan for your life. No matter who you are or what you've done in the past, he created you for his glory and also to do good works. Ephesians 2.10, it doesn't matter if you're five or 95, God uses those who lives whose lives are devoted to him. And the greatest joy and sense of peace you'll experience is found in doing God's will. Pray that God will give you a deep love for his word. Because in, God, in Josh 1, 8 says, when you study God's words, you begin to build truth into your life as God's spirit teaches you more about him. Lastly, trust God for your future. Psalms 139, 1-6 says, he sees the beginning from the end. When we pray and ask him to provide insight into our circumstances, he will. He has the ultimate knowledge we need for every step we take in life. God never forget his promises. People will, but he won't. And God is love because he loves you. And I just want to do a quick prayer before I end this podcast about being stuck and waiting. Oh, Heavenly Father, as I finish this episode, if there is someone feeling stuck, feeling like you lost, you forgot about them, you haven't, Lord. This is your sign that God loves you and he's working in your future for you. He's preparing you just because you feel stuck in that traffic line. It doesn't mean that you're not going to reach to your destination. God can change the route at any time. It's his calling. But remember to trust his timing. The waiting is to prepare you. 
So when you reach your final destination, you're, you're prepared and ready to face it head on. Instead of being a weak Christian and not focusing on it. Heavenly Father, I pray for each person, each member that will listen to this podcast. May they be blessed. May they see your amazing love and promises. Because what you promise is real. Because you are love. And that's what we all need as Christians. And Lord, as you're putting a scripture in my head whilst I'm praying. I would read it and that's how I'll end this podcast. God has just gave me Psalms 14. Let me just find it, guy. I got my Bible here. Oh, this is amazing. Psalms 40, a song of praise. I waited patiently for the Lord's help. Then he listened to me and heard my cry. He put me out of a dangerous pit, out of a deadly quicksand. He set me set. He set me safely on a rock and made me secure. He taught me to sing a new song, a song of praise to a God. Many who see this will take warning and I I will put their trust in the Lord. Happy are those who trust the Lord, who do not turn to idols and join those worship false gods. You have done many things for us, our Lord, our God. There is no one like you. And I'm going to leave it there because I'm running out of time on recording on um this Anchor website. But I want you to go back and read the rest of that Psalms 40 because that is for you. The Holy Spirit has given me that for you. And don't forget to continue praying and worshipping the Lord. So thank you so much, guys. I hope this podcast will bless someone out there. It will reach the right people that it needs to be reached. You know why? Because God has promised this, that whatever my podcast I record, it will reach the right people. So stay blessed, stay safe and keep seeking the word of God. Thank you and God bless you all.